Good afternoon and welcome to the City View podcast from City AM. I'm editor Andy Sylvester. War continues, I'm afraid, in Ukraine with Russian forces now encircling a number of major cities and using force on civilian and military targets alike. And unsurprisingly, oil's seemingly irresistible rally is continuing today amid growing concerns over supply disruption as a result of the Russian invasion. Uh, today, Brent crude reached a peak of $113 per barrel, its highest since June 2014. WTI crude similarly spiking just shy of 6 Percent. The discount on Russian oil compared to Brent climbed more than $18 per barrel on the physical market yesterday, which is comparable to levels recorded following the collapse of the Soviet Union. That basically means the price that people will happily pay for Russian gas versus paying it for cash that is outside of what is increasingly becoming a pariah nation. According to Reuters, Ural's-grade oil traders have been unable to find any willing buyers, even at such a massive discount. The rising prices have reflected heightened worries of supply shortages in already tight markets. Russia is responsible for over 8% of the world's oil production. While the West has so far avoided energy-specific sanctions, US traders at hubs in New York and in the Gulf are already shunning Russian crude as buyers fear unwittingly violating sanctions. Of course, in the UK, ports now effectively closed to Russian energy imports. Centrica has joined BP and Shell in announcing the end of its arrangements with Kremlin-controlled Gazprom, with CEO Chris O'Shea saying he was shocked by the events unfolding in Ukraine and said the firm will be exiting its relationships with urgency. host of UK and international firms pulling out of Russia from Jaguar Land Rover all the way through to the Swiss miner Glencore yesterday saying that they were reviewing their position. It takes an awful lot to shake Glencore. Elsewhere, insurance and pensions giant Aviva has announced it snapped off wealth management firm Succession Wealth for a cool $385 million today as it rolled out a bumper dividend for shareholders despite a slight slide in profits last year. Aviva said the new acquisition will strengthen its position in the wealth space and expand its ability to offer high-quality advice to customers, as well as allowing it to retain a chunk of the $6 billion assets it holds on behalf of Sabres, which typically leave to be invested with competitors. The acquisition announcement came as Aviva unveiled a raised dividend with shareholders is set to receive $4.7 billion on top of an existing $1 billion share buyback scheme. That tops the group's commitment to return more than $4 billion to shareholders and should keep activist investor Sevian quiet. CEO Amanda Blanc this morning also confirming that the firm's 22,000 employees are also set to see a small payday, £1,000 in Aviva shares dished out to each Aviva worker as a thank you for their work over the past year. And a Swiss billionaire has been approached to buy Chelsea Football Club, according to various reports this morning. The 86-year-old Hansorg Rice... Apologies for the uh, pronunciation, Mr. Mr. Weiss. Reportedly confirmed he is interested in purchasing the Stamford Bridge Club from Roman Abramovich, but only in a consortium. The Russian billionaire Abramovich is understood to want to retain his ownership of Chelsea, but that could effectively prove close to impossible should the UK government impose sanctions on him for his links to Vladimir Putin. Now, away from... Ukraine and, and modern conflict will take a trip down memory lane. Tamsin Todd is my special guest today. She's been CEO of Farm My Pass since 2017. She's overseen a period of transformation and growth, built a tech-led, mission-driven organization that is a partner to about 13 million users, and indeed some of the world's most prestigious cultural organizations. Find My Pass does exactly what it says on the tin, a chance for you to explore the weird world of genealogy and work out quite who you are and where you came from. With a reputation for scaling businesses, Tamsin has been part of leadership teams of admiring consumer and tech brands over the past few decades. And I'm delighted she's here today. Tamsin, thanks for joining us. It's great to be here, Andy. Um, you've been CEO of Pharma Pass since 2017. Um, bearing in mind the 
what we're talking about today and, and looking back, why don't we look back to 2017? What's the journey been for the business since since then? Well, I was really interested in this business because it had interesting technology, elements of social networks, a huge amount of family history data. And it's a, it's a massive market, right? Everyone in the world has a family and has family history. And what we've seen is that as over you know, the last decade, the technology's gotten easier and people can do genealogy from their armchair or on their mobile app instead of going into mm. a, a library or an archive and, you know, going through academic records. It's just taken off. More and more people are doing it. So I was intrigued by those elements and those and bringing those together. And, and really the journey of the past, of past three years has has been about our technology. Mm. Um, we had these amazing you know, assets, 12 billion historical records, almost 50 million pages of newspaper records. And you know, we just have worked on making those searchable, making them accessible, turning them into great products so people can easily find mm. their family. It's a huge amount of work. It sounds to me like um, you know, I was playing around with the, the site and it, it feels very much like one of those sort of duck situations where everything seems very smooth on top but the amount of work that must go in to keep everything as searchable and as user friendly as it is must be incredibly you know incredible sort of well, I'd say labor of love it's never a labor of love right that's why we got paid but you know a real labor for the team behind it who must have great pleasure in opening up those stories yeah, people are always surprised by how much technology it takes. I mean, you know, you you think about, you know, the big search engines and it, it really has that feel mm. of, of having to sort of go through so many billions of, of different kinds of records and they're all in different formats and some of them are handwritten and, you know, some of them are, you know, literally kind of, you know, have been have waterlogged or have been mm. stored in, in different places. So, so, yeah, we're dealing with a huge amount of both physical and technological challenges. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess... It- are you a tech business? Is that the is that how we describe you? Oh, we're absolutely a tech business. I mean, we build software that connects people to their family stories, mm. right? So we we take information from historical records, from newspapers, from the family trees that that um, people build, and we put that all together. We connect it up, so our tech uh, makes that searchable and connects it up, so so that it's really easy to search for a family mm. member. What is it? Do you think that brings people to that place of wanting to find out a bit more about? you know, their forebears, you know, and perhaps during the pandemic when we're all locked away, community and feeling part of something bigger, I imagine played a part in people saying, actually, you know, this is the moment I've got a bit of time and and I'd like to know, I'd like to feel, (laughs) I'd like to look beyond the four walls that I'm currently trapped in. Yeah, it's definitely a, you know, a theme and a trend. People want context, right? They, they they have lots of different ways of finding that context, and genealogy is is one of the ways they do. Where you know, where do I come from? What's my stories, and what are the stories of my family that might inspire me today? Um, we we find my past have you know kind of seen that that growth. The market's growing double digits, and um, in the last two years, our, our revenue grew fifty percent. So we've just kind of seen this enormous amount of people you know coming in and wanting to wanting to. Um, to find that to find that context and who they are and certainly yeah as you say during the pandemic um, our community grew massively people we, we have live video education sessions and where we connect people and talk about different topics and it became a real source of kind of reassurance and gathering um, and uh, you know a, a place that people could you know find warmth and community during hard times yeah of course and it's not just individuals you work with right it's, it's- some of the world's most prestigious cultural institutions doing doing work with you to to bring other stories to life. 
I, I'm really proud of our, our partnerships. We, um, we we work with the British Library to publish the British Newspaper Archive, which is an amazing uh, collection of newspapers from the 1700s to today. And we recently published in partnership with the National Archives, the 1921 Census of mm. England and Wales. Um, and that's 38 million people were captured in that census. And it was exclusive on Find My Past. Um, and what's really um been interesting about that is that people now remember people in that census maybe your grandparent was a child mm. in that census so it's magical they've been able to go and search that census and see how their grandparent was living in 1921 after a world war after a pandemic the spanish mm. flu yeah no absolutely i mean i'm just thinking about yourself and your career you've got you know two decades worth of, of being leadership at in leadership teams at scaling organizations some of them scaling very quickly um, find my past again growing rapidly but in very different circumstances right the office is a very different place now the challenges of the world outside are different from what they they might have been 15 20 years ago you know as you scale find my past now how do you keep that that mission and culture and leadership um, within a business when maybe there is a little bit of physical disconnection yeah I, you know I've been really lucky to work at some of the big tech innovators. Um, I was at Amazon and at, at Microsoft mm. and, um, and, and at Betfair. And, you know, when I, when I think back, for example, to, to what I was doing at Amazon, one of the things I did there was I led the, the team building personalization software for the first time, building the recommendation engine. And I was doing that. And when orders got high, I was running out to pack books in the warehouse. And, you know, certainly over, over the last couple of years at Find My Pass, when, you know, we've, we've just seen this, this growth where this January we had five times more subscribers than, than two years ago. We've had some of that sense in the business of it's all hands on deck, you know, that the, the software, you know, needs to work. We've got um, high numbers of people querying our historical records at the same time. And every and we want every single one of them to have a fantastic experience mm. and to find the records that they're looking for. So the company's really, you know, really, really pulled together. Um, we have, you know, really clear goals. We have a we work hard to create a really inclusive environment where every voice is heard. I'm proud that my team, my exec team is 60% um, female. Mm. So it's got some diversity. I think the FTSE 350 average is 25% yeah, female on like exec that. teams. So, you know, we really try and create a, a sort of open environment where everyone can, you know, can speak and, and help. Yeah. And it must be quite a fun, uh, quite a fun recruitment tool to say, you know, come along and work with us. Not only will we sort of give you a good job, give you a chance to get on, but you can have your way in to find my past as well. You can you can find out about your your family's past whilst you're uh, on your lunch breaks. Very exciting. People do love the mission and and you know they are that that's that's one of the reasons people love to come and work for us because it's a you know it's work that's that preserves historical artifacts and has an impact on people's lives and kind of that combined with the interesting tech problems mm. and the scale, you know, is a reason people do come and, and you know, love working with us. Yeah, really exciting. Tamsin, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> thanks, Andy. And that was Tamsin Todd from Find My Path. That's all from us at the City View podcast today. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, for now, goodbye from me.